Hey yo, what's up? And we are back here in the break room, man, for episode 62. 62. 62. Yeah, so you know, we're back, man. And um We back, baby. Oh, how you been? Like we ain't even uh, we, ain't you know, up, we ain't chopping up before it, today. We are in the just neck deep into the football season right now. Um Hold on, pause. I didn't even cut you off. I didn't cut you off. Give us a quick rundown of y'all season so far. All right. Um, so varsity, we are now three and one. We have won three straight games. It's the first time that Dayton's won three straight games in very recent memory. Um, I mean, these boys are working hard. They're continuing to improve and and showing up there on the scoreboard on Friday nights. We just won against Santa Fe, fifty-one to twenty-seven. Um, first half wasn't the way we wanted it to be, but then we turned up on it. Uh, and then last week we played, um, well, excuse me, last week we had a bye. The week before we played Montgomery and we came back, we won, we scored with like, I don't know, like 10 seconds left to go ahead and win the game. And, um, you know, it, it's been a grind. And then, um, uh, JV, they're, they're just continuing to try to get better. They're uh, struggling a little bit. I think they're one and two right now. Our freshmen look pretty good. Um, I think they're either one and two or two and one. I can't remember. And then uh, eighth grade, the A and B teams are two and one as well. And um, seventh grade A team is two and one. And our seventh grade B team is o two and has a tie. So you know, overall. Not too shabby. We're just, uh, it's early in the season, of course, but we're continuing just, um, you know, keep it pushing, baby. All right, cool, man. You know, uh, hold on, what's your mascot? We are the Broncos. Broncos, for sure, for sure. We might, we're probably going to be keeping up with them for the rest of this. Yeah. yeah, for the rest of the season. Bronco country. Let's yeah. ride. That, that's y'all slogan? <laughs> no, that's the Russell Wilson thing that he did. He's been getting made fun of since he did it. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's about from his, like, promo thing? Yeah, like, yeah. You know, that's right. Like, the uh, hype videos for the stadium and stuff. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna see if I can find that clip and just throw it up in there. Let's ride. Let's ride. <laughs> Broncos country, let's ride. Broncos country, let's ride. Broncos country, let's ride. Broncos country. Broncos country. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, it's been a lot of riding going on out here in sports. I beg your pardon. I beg your pardon. Yes, I did it. I did wow. it. Wow. I did it. Wow. I let me just go ahead and press the button on that. Like let me let me just go ahead and oh, where it go? Where it go? Yeah, let's Yeah, that was a trend. Oh man. That was funny though. That was funny. So yeah, uh, a lot of rhyme going on in sports. <laughs> and uh so Ime Yudoku, uh, Yudoka, sorry. The head coach for the Celtics has been suspended for a year because of adultery, basically. Sin. Okay. So it was a consensual relationship between him and another employee, female employee. We don't know who it is. They didn't release her name. Every, all the pictures that you're seeing are not the person. People are just kind of guessing who it might be and things like that. And um, they just had a press conference yesterday. And Brad Stevens and also the owner, they were kind of just talking about some things. And they couldn't really go into detail, legal reasons. They couldn't give out details about the investigation and all that. But all I'm saying is we can't go into detail. People asked if it was, if it was related to sexual harassment, if it was related to... Uh, they didn't give any kind of implications to where, like, well, why would they retain him in the future as a head coach? They didn't give any kind of thing like that. They just said he's suspended and also he might not be retained next year. So, first thoughts on that. How you cheat on Neil Long? That's my first thought. Second off, even though, you know, he did commit adultery, you know, let's, 
Even though it is a hard thing to say. Let, let, let's but, try and look past that right plus, now. Are they, are they married or are they just like together? I mean, I know they're like together. I don't, I don't know if they're actually married. Oh, okay. I mean, maybe it may not be just a girlfriend. It's just, you know, cheating, whatever. Yeah, just cheating. All I know is he and he alone. J. Cole would have never let this happen. J. Cole would have never let this happen. My only regret was too young for Lisa Bonet. My only regret was too young for me alone. Now all I'm left with is hoes from reality shows. Very true. Um, but, I mean, it's like they were, if they were both, you know, consenting, they're adults. I mean, whether the morality of it is another thing or not. I'm, I, unless it created something internally that we just don't know about yet, I'm like... Confused as to why he's being suspended for a whole season for this. When Deshaun Watson, I know it's another league. When Deshaun Watson wow. had his booty hole tickled by 22 different women and only got 11 games. That's my first thought. He's mad. Deshaun's a mad man. Dude. <laughs> but... Looking at this from the Celtics thing, yeah, like you said, with this contract situation, they they can't just get rid of him because it would have significant financial you know repercussions mm-hmm. behind it. So, Udoka's the only one getting punished for this. We haven't heard anybody else in the organization you know trying to cover it up. It's not like a Texas situation where they're just you know handing out NDAs. Right? It was just two adults doing the do, and. Matt Barnes said something. Yeah. And he said it is a lot worse than what people think. I to say it, and since I'm a part of the media now, and I try not to be like everyone else, uh, I try to, you know, report and talk with facts and and, and honesty. And I clearly have to say last night, uh, without knowing all the facts, I spoke on Ime Udoka's defense. And after finding out the facts after I spoke, I erased what I posted because this situation in Boston is deep, it's messy, it's a hundred times uglier than any of us thought. And that's why I erased what I said. Uh, Some things happened that I can't condone, I can't back. And it's not my place to tell you what happened. If it ends up coming out, it ends up coming out. But that was the reason why I raced in my post last night because after I posted it, I got a call from someone who had all the details and the shit is deep. So, man, praying for everybody involved. Um, you know, hope everyone gets through this. And I saw a lot of blogs picked up what I said, even though it was only on my page for like two minutes. So hopefully they pick this up too um, for me being wrong and, and jumping out there without the facts. So that's where I'm gonna leave it. God bless. I want to believe him, but, like, I need the evidence. But if it is that bad, like, what what possibly could, could it be? Been? Like, I honestly don't know. Like, what could have came between the coach and somebody in the Celtics organization, you know, you know, ha- having an entanglement? Like, I-, I don't know what that could possibly have caused. Because it's not like somebody's mom works for the organization. This isn't a, yeah. a Delonte West situation. <laughs> So I, I honestly, I'm really curious about that, but I'm also confused as to why it was a year. I'm sure it was justified, but we just need more information. Yeah. So for me, man, it's like a reason I'm so confused about it. Okay, one at, at first glance, when the, when the when the news post first broke, I was like, okay, a year is crazy. Like that makes absolutely no sense because consenting adults. But also, I was thinking like, okay, his position, he's the head coach. Who is she? Because the coach doesn't have the power to fire or hire people. He doesn't have that ability. And so I'm like, well, if we could say, I mean, if we say, well, work pressure or the pressure on the workplace, things like that, I'm like, well, he can't get rid of her. You know what I mean? I guess he could say a word to somebody and then, like, maybe a chain effect or something like that. But maybe that might hold some weight. You know what I mean? But it just, it, it, it it's weird. And now, so... My thing is also, Evan, how many jobs have you had? Have you held? A lot, right? Yeah, I'll say half a dozen. Yeah, right. I, I, I've worked a lot of places. Now we hear this, man. You are, you're also a coach, too. And so think about how many people have left, or I say left, but been fired 
and without explanation, we have no idea why they were gone. They're just gone. Misconduct and policy things, we don't know the story, and we guess it. Especially as the low man on the tow boat, we damn sure don't know. Yeah, we, we for real don't know. And so, but they just hit not here the next day, and we're like, oh yeah, they got let go because they broke policy. And so it just, it's wild that something like this, and I think about the public humiliation that all goes into it. Mm. Like, being suspended is one thing because because this was uh, Ima Yudoku, Yudoka, his first year head coaching, he takes him to the NBA Finals. So also his contract was up to be tripled. Oh, he, he, was <laughs> he was about to make some for a nice extension. Yeah, for a nice extension, he was about to be tripled. And so, but now he's about to miss on a, all on a lot more money. He's about to be cut in half because of his suspension. And so. I'm not saying that this is money-based. I don't think Brad Stevens is like that. I don't think the Celtics organization is like that. I think they really do like him yeah. as a head coach. I don't, I don't I'm not suspecting any kind of foul play like the Texas and Deshaun thing uh, as far as the organization is concerned. But it's just weird because no other business place handles anything like that. Anything it has to be something blatant. For them to just come out with it, like this is why they're gone. Yeah, like something like just and that's kept this under wraps for months. Yeah, this has been an ongoing investigation they've been doing. Mm. So it's like, yeah, obviously they're keeping this on the low for. There's got to be something. So it has to be with and you, like you said, you brought up Matt Barnes, and so what Matt Barnes said, like I know he can't say it, and he's not going to, which is cool, but the only way I could see it being a lot worse is that the initial report has to be an all-out lie. Because if we take the two consenting adults in a sexual relationship and that breaks policy, I'm thinking, how, how much worse could that be? Because, we, we, like I said, you work places, I work places. People have relationships at the workplace. That's just... That's just what it is. Like that's just that's just fact. You ain't saying a lie. You know what I mean? That's gonna be wherever you work. And you know, if it comes out or not, there's a whole bunch of probably in in house relationships that people just don't know about because people know how to hold their tongue. You know, but what Matt Barnes said, somebody it's a lot worse than what we all think, and it's a lot more things involved and all this other thing. The initial report would almost have to be a lie. Yeah, and where's Matt Barnes getting this information from? That too. And you know another thing is I'm not saying it, 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 what he's saying it could be wrong. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Matt Barnes is plugged up somewhere. Somebody else is going to leak this information eventually. Yeah. Just like this GTA 6 leak. It's going to come out eventually. All right. I've been seeing that, too. I'm like, oh, man. But you know, you know the Rockstar, uh, they, they got that kid arrested? What? Yeah. They went at him. Ooh. I hate Rockstar. On a completely other note, y'all, y'all tucking us on this GTA 6. Bro, it was, like, it was like six minutes long or something like that. Yeah, it was just like the movement running yeah. around and stuff. Yeah. But, um... Uh, Back to the, uh, the Yudoku, so like Yudoku. I keep saying Yudoku. Yeah, like, what like, anime character? Like, I, I'm gonna keep thinking of the game Sudoku. Oh, I wanna say. Uh, it could be an anime character. I don't watch so much anime, I ain't gonna lie, like, I don't know. Uh, but with Yudoka, it's um, what Matt Barnes said. And I think about Kendrick Perkins also went on NBA Live and was talking to Malika Andrews about something and said that uh, Malika was saying some, some of the, some to the effect of, I'm kind of paraphrasing here, that um, we don't have all the facts, uh, we're too made to make an assumption and things like that, or whatever, whatever, whoop, whoop. And Kendrick Perkins says, I have all the facts. He said, I know what happened. He said, he was still, for the most part, he didn't come. Paraphrasing again what Kendrick Perkins was saying, uh, for the most part, he's like, you know, it was wrong, the, the, the year suspension was wrong, and also that there are two parties involved. And I'm not trying to sit up here and absolve uh, Emi Yudoku because, like, you can't defend dumb decisions. Like, you know when you're breaking policy. And if you get caught, that's just on you. Yeah. You should have been better. You know what I mean? But at the same time, it wasn't just him that got caught. You know what I mean? Like, it. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Like, it... I feel like that part, the the public humiliation part, is is unfair. As far as like the suspension, uh, the suspension, you know, he's in a higher role. I'm pretty sure he's probably in the, uh, the way they're talking about it. He's probably in a higher role than she is. Uh, he is the head coach, so more than likely he's in a higher role than a lot of people in the organization. So okay, I get that suspension. But the public humiliation part is a whole other thing to deal with. Why you 
salaries being cut in half. Yeah, uh, I'm not sure. Yeah, like, like we've said, there's something else there that has warranted this. Because obviously this can't be, you know, two consenting adults having a sexual, like, relationship. It, it can't just be that. Mm-hmm. It's got to be like they were getting down at, you know, at half court. court that, like, bro, that's what I, okay. or something. I, I don't know. I am so glad like, you said that. I don't know. Like, there's something else I was thinking there. that. I'm like, were they, like, in the owner's office? Like, did it, It's like, did were you just, like, would he catch her, like... Getting bent over like Brad Stevens' desk yeah, or something. Yeah, like, what is this? It has like it has to be something like, like a huge twist. Like, was this a? I don't know. Bro. It's 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 Emma into some weird stuff. Oh God, I mean, we can't handle any more of this. Like, we just got done with the Sean and this whole prostate. Yeah, thing. like was is he into like some some weird like a weird face? Is, is he getting pissed on on somebody's desk? Yeah. I hope not. Let me, let me you heard it here first. No. You heard it here first. No. Is he into getting peed on or something? Is that his thing? I, is that why they're not saying him? I, I, I seriously pray not. Because that, that, that's... Whew. He's into like, you know, does he want to lick feet at half court? You know what I mean? Like some kind of... Boy whipping out the dog, bringing the dogs out on the court? I, I don't know. Because it's, 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 they, they said they question the players as well. So And they say it's a lot more people involved. I mean, it's oh, don't, don't tell me there was a little chuggy chuggy choo choo going on here. That's what I was thinking. Oh, dude. I mean, and I didn't want to, you know, we playing with the idea. We're, we're speculating too much here now. You know what I mean? We, it could, and you know what? That's what the organization left it up open for it because they couldn't answer any questions. Yep. So, you know, you're going to let people's minds race. But that's it. what good organizations do. They're going to keep everything under wraps for as long as they can. And they've already done a good job doing that so far. Yeah. Breaking I, news. What's up? CJ McCollum has signed a two year, $64 million extension with the Pelicans. I like that. Thirty-two a year. Uh, th- that's a little bit of a bag, but I think he fits well with them. He's and, the veteran leader they need. Yeah, yeah, they, they need that like veteran presence. Even though he doesn't have the the accolades, you know, he's not he's not your KD, he's not your LeBron, you know, he's not even a Jimmy Butler. Mm-hmm. But CJ McCollum is a consistent hooper. And, and like you said, he's an absolute leader on that team. And the Pelicans players, they've had nothing but high praise for him since he's been there. So just wanted to share that with you. Again, two years, $64 million extension for C.J. McCollum sticking in New Orleans. Also signed up by C.J. McCollum. He's also the president of the Players Association. And so that's a also added bonus for the Pelicans because you get, like, that whole, like... Extra representation in ex- the building, baby. Exactly. So... But yeah, for for the most part, like the speculation on Emi Yudoku and his, you know, I, he might be into some weird sexual stuff, or the lady might be into some weird sexual stuff. Maybe she, was he doing the pen? I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, I, I'm just assuming P, just because that's the weirdest thing I've ever heard of. You know, it's, uh, it's definitely up there. Do do they like? I don't know. It's a lot. It's a lot of weird stuff. So I mean, it's all speculation. But that was like, you know, for the face value of the report, that's extremely harsh. Yeah, but even though this this might be harsh, I still don't think is as harsh as the ESPN top ten players in the NBA right now. Absolutely. I I think. Let's just get into it before we talk about it. Go ahead. Go ahead. Number ten, Devin Booker. Shooting guard, Phoenix Suns. Okay. I'm not, like, infuriated to see him, in, but, like, let me give you the rest of the list, and then we can see who they left out and let, let y'all talk about it. Nine, John Morant. Point guard, Memphis Grizzlies. At number eight, Kevin Durant. You what? Hmm. Sticking in Brooklyn. Yeah. As of now. Jason Tatum at seven. Just took the Boston Celtics to the uh, finals, although they did um, put up a uh, lackluster performance. I hope you're listening. You in the back. You in the back of the room. Yeah, you heard that, right? Kevin Durant at number eight. Number six, LeBron James at number six. You smoke crack, don't you? You smoke crack, don't you? Look at me, boy. Don't you smoke crack? I'm just going to let that sit for a second. Mm Mm-hmm. You want, me, you want me to take over the, uh, the 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 last five? Please, uh, I don't know if I can. I don't know if I can go anymore. The fact that they have LeBron at six. Six. 
is insane. Now number six and number six, dude. <laughs> Maybe that's what they did. Maybe he needs to go back to 23 because he was ranked number three last year. It's crazy. Stephen Curry at number five. Mm, just won finals MVP at number five. Greatest shooting point, greatest shooting guard. I said not shooting guard. Greatest shooter of all time. One of the one or two best point guards of all time. You know. Number four, Joel Embiid. Mm-hmm. Number three, Luka Doncic. Let's get his last name. Doncic. Yeah, Doncic. Doncic. There we go. Number two, Nikola Jokic. Number one. Giannis. Giannis Antetokounmpo. Okay. All right. You want to start off at 10? Let's start with 10. There's no way Devin Booker's better than Jimmy Butler. I'm sorry. No, there's no there's way. There's no There's, there's no, no way. way. There's no way. That is my first beef with this list. There's no way. Jim, bro, Jimmy would... What we've seen Jimmy do the past three years with the Heat is ridiculous. It's insane. So... I'm... Dude, he could have been in the finals this year again. Like, okay, so, and you know what's funny? You know what's hilarious? For Jason Tatum's picture at number seven, is him shooting a shot over Jimmy Butler. Oh, is it? I don't even, I don't even know. Yeah, no, go ahead. It is, yep. And the disrespect. Disrespectful. Like, how? How is Kevin Durant under Jason Tatum after the finals he just did? Maybe because the series beat him. It's probably it. But at the end of the day, if you ask people, hey, if it's just come down to hooping, like I know there's a million other antics that come into with Kevin Durant, but who are you gonna just, take on just your team? Hooping? Who are you gonna take on your team? Kevin Durant is different. Yeah, he's different. He's All right. not. How about this? What's up? I want to backtrack. Let's go back to nine. Okay. How do you feel about John Morant already being in the, in the top ten? Because there, I've seen a lot of talk about him versus Trey Young. And it's kind of a 50-50 split from what I've seen. Mm. The human highlight reel. Oh, but that's... Because you know, what, I've been seeing, what I've been seeing, the argument for, for Trey is he took his team to the conference finals. Mm-hmm. When they he has elevated his team to like new heights, and he is... The face of that franchise, undoubtedly. Now, Jaw is undoubtedly the face of the Grizzlies. But how many uh, playoff series victories does he have? What was his team's record when he wasn't there playing this year? Over 20 games and, like, mm-hmm. single-digit losses? Mm-hmm. First off, Trey hasn't missed that time of time. I think it's a great argument. I'm honestly kind of tied between you because I see both sides. Jaw is a more, like... Flashy. Dynamic, flashy player. Mm. But then Trey Young is also He's also flashy. flashy and dynamic. But it's more of like the power versus finesse type of deal. Mm-hmm. Jaw's gonna go up and dunk on you. He's gonna, you know, cross somebody up and you know, he gonna get 45, 48 inches up in the air. And he gonna he gonna flush it. And then you got Trey who's gonna pull from 30, 35 feet, and then he will mix you up, get in his bag, and put a floater over your head from 10 out. So, they're different games, but John 9, I feel like, might be a bit rich for me. It might be. And so, especially, like, if we just talk about, so, I can't mention 9 without bringing up 10, Devin Booker. Like, we we know what Devin Booker is at this point. And I can't, now that you bring up, oh, see, is my computer touch screen now? <laughs> it made a noise when I touched it. Okay. But, um. We know who Devin Booker is. He's Devin Booker is an offensive weapon, but he lacks defense. So to bring up Ja and Trey Young, which is which is a very fair point. You know, if you have Ja there, okay, where's Trey Young? And there's like I say, it's more so dunks versus threes. Also. Trey Young is more valuable to his team, but also Jai is on the better team. So it's like he has better supporting pieces than Trey Young, but Trey Young can still almost come up with the same results. Get further in the playoffs. Yeah. And they were not supposed to be there that year. I expected no. them to get bounced no. every single series. Bro, when they beat um, the 70 Sixers, they oh, were yeah. here. Yeah. 
when, when, when was uh was it game seven or game six or whatever mm-hmm. when they played and I think Trey dropped like forty something. Yeah, we yeah. were here when, recording whenever that game was going on. Yeah, that was crazy. And so, I yeah, I just can't. I don't see Devin Booker here. I mean, Devin Booker is skilled, but we have seen. You know what? And I'll say this. Tell me if I'm wrong, or tell me what you think about this. Right. I think Devin Booker is a more skilled basketball player, but for whatever reason, Ja is a lot more impactful. I think his offensive skill is a lot better than Ja's, but I think yeah. Ja is a lot more impactful. Yeah. You agree with that? Yeah, I would. I would. He's just because like, Ja was the piece to like push the Grizzlies forward. Devin Booker was there, and then CBT came, and then he was the piece that put them forward. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, I, I don't see any like glaring holes in that argument yet. I, I, I would, I would agree with that. And even like, where is Kyrie? Where, where, like, I think it's hard to rank him whenever he ain't playing. When he ain't playing, you know, but. It's just so. It's just a lot of names. And then okay, so let's go. Kevin Durant is. What would you put Kevin Durant on your list? Dude, so he's above Jason Tatum. Uh, okay. I think. I'll say this. I think Giannis at one mm-hmm. is appropriate. That's that's cool. I, I, don't think I can go. With Joker that. at two. Not gonna not not gonna contest that at all. Luca at three, it's kind of hard to to give that any pushback. Mm. So the top three, I'm not like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not gonna, I'm not, I'm not gonna even touch that. I, I think that's fair. Now Joel Embiid is where I kind of like, it's like okay, could LeBron or KD be better than Joel Embiid? Yes, but Joel Embiid is also playing probably his best basketball right now. But what does it turn into? What does it equate to? I don't know. But I gotta put Steph over over Embiid for sure. I'm with that. Even if you put Steph over Luca, I'm not mad at that at all. But I think those are the four best players in basketball. Now five is where it starts getting tricky because you got people that like KD or LeBron that have always been mainstays there mm. that might necessarily not be right now. You know, going going into the 22-2023 season. So. Five, man. I might put him beat at five. Oh, dude, I want it. LeBron, I feel like LeBron's still a top five player, though. Yeah. He's still getting it done. You know what? Put LeBron at five and beat at six. KD at seven. And I'm still, I'm still not in love with that. But it makes the most practical sense. Mm-hmm. See, when I think about, okay, so my top five, right? Or I guess going top ten. Top three, I can't argue with. It's like, okay, Giannis, I'm cool with. That's fine. Jokic, at first, I wasn't cool with it. I think back-to-back MVPs. I think back-to-back playoff appearances. And then he's doing it from the center position. How much can you expect a center to really do? You know, so... If if he were to slide, he would slide to, like, three or four. You know what I mean? He would still be in the top five. Yeah, most definitely. Uh, Luka, I'm cool with him at three. Um, or I could swap Steph and Luca. Um, Joel would slide out. Well, actually, I take it back. I take it back because KD can't be. A, he cannot be outside the top five. He just can't be for me. Um, Giannis at one. I can go. I can go KD at two. I can go Jokic at three. I could go. Ooh. <coughs> I see you at three. <coughs> I can go step at four. But now we get into the, the, the technicals. Okay. Yeah, it starts to get a little it's, rough at that point because it's yeah, like a preference. Yeah, like, okay, Luca is a great basketball player. Luca is a great basketball player, but at the same time, I'm thinking, like, and then LeBron, I feel like LeBron is still a top five player. Uh, but at the same time, LeBron has been. He's been battling some injuries. And so it has to be for that specific reason. Now, why I would put Luca above LeBron? That's it. That's literally it. 
not because of skill, not because I think Luka is just so much better than LeBron. It's because Luka is younger and he's been more healthy and that is literally all. And he carries his subpar roster. Let me say that. Exactly. And LeBron could, LeBron could literally do the same if he could just play longer. That's it. But he's, what, 37? You know what I mean? So the standard for him is crazy. It's, so. th- it's insane. But, um... Yeah, we yeah. Hey, we just that's gonna wrap it up all for this one, man. Uh, for this first segment uh, of the break room, man. Follow us on the break room HOU on Twitter, and then follow us on the break room podcast one on Facebook, and then also follow us at the breakroom.podcast on Instagram. Follow me three the last underscore king on Twitter, and follow my boy Evan at Evan Schumar. And so yeah, man, we'll be right back, man. Y'all take it easy. Money train. Down. Hope way, yeah, way been on a day with them Benjamins and he ain't been back since. I swear. Used to sleep on the couch, now I'm coughed up in a Bentley, crawling up so gently. Money only thing on my mind, other chick don't offend me. Let them take my phone. What's good? We are back here in the break room. Time to switch gears. We're going to go from the NBA now to the NFL. We just got done with week two. Thursday night game week three has already commenced. We had the Steelers go up against the Browns. Browns came out victorious. Another L there for Trey on the uh, Pickums. But let's go ahead and talk about week two before we get into uh, week three. What was your favorite storyline of week two? I like how you slide that in. He's, we, we don't, we don't got to talk about the subtle disrespect I'm throwing out. Yeah. We don't have to do that. The, the subtle shit talking. It, I'm a competitive young man. What can I say? So my uh, my L is well, it's not the first L, but I guess it's the first one. You time you're coming up. Let me say that. Yeah. All right. So um, you said what I think about what the game? Yeah. Well, what was your biggest takeaway from week two? Like your, your favorite storyline? Mmm. My favorite game was probably legit. Hold on. I'll tell you what my worst one was. I'm going to my favorite. All right. How does Baltimore blow a 21-point lead? Bro, two of slink, bro. Jalen Waddle and Tyreek Hill. That right there was, like, what How? everybody thought, like, they were going to be as advertised. Yes. Oh. Oof. Okay, so, look, I had Tyreek Hill in my fantasy, so, it like, it was it was perfect. But I picked the Ravens to win, and, you know, I stopped watching, like, around, like, the halftime. I was like, oh, this is over. It's done. At what cost? There's no way. There's no way. Then I saw, like, I looked at it back up, like, Four minutes left in the fourth quarter because I got that notification from uh, Tariq Hill to get all these points. I'm oh, like, yeah. oh, my God. Like, <laughs> it's like, all right, it's like that? Okay. Yeah, so that was my, like, the worst one. I still don't – I don't even know how it's going to help his contract because if, they, if more stuff like that happens, granted, he still does have an MVP, but, like, you, you yeah. fumble games away. I, like, I, I hate that for him. I, I do. Um, also – I guess my favorite game uh, this past week was probably, I'm trying to look at it. Um, I wasn't impressed by that, but the Jaguars. Mm-hmm. Yes, I know, right? Some love. So, Christian Kirk, we said this last time, and you know, well, let's, let's, let's reverse back a little bit. We're talking about how he shouldn't have got that much money, mm-hmm. right? That, that contract was a bit ridiculous. And we teased the last part talking about could Christian Kirk, you know, overreaction or whatever, could Christian Kirk and Trevor Lawrence be a top 10 or a top 5 wide receiver QB duo in the league after the, once the season is over? They went in last game. They did. And so, um, also, it kind of only reaffirmed it because, you know, Trevor Lawrence had a horrible start to his career. What I mean is, like, he went to a horrible team, had a horrible coach, had a everything was awful. Like, you had Urban Meyer keeping his hands inside over there by that uh, with the girl old chick, and um, yeah. But now he has, they have a number one now, and just watching him pass the ball, I was like, oh yeah, I remember. Like, oh yes, yeah. That- that's why he's here. Yeah, number one overall. I remember that. I remember that. So, yeah, man, um, I'm excited really for, uh, and I really wasn't, you know, when people were kind of like, oh, you know, hyping him up before the draft, like, oh, yeah, this is going to be the guy and all that, whatever. Now I'm kind of excited to see, like, 
him kind of take off and see how that goes for him. Because we got all the unexpected names. We got the Josh Allens. We got the, uh, who else, somebody else I'm, uh, I'm trying to think of. People knew Patrick Mahomes was good. They didn't think it was going to be this. Yeah, they didn't think it was going to be this. Though. Yeah, so um, we got all this, the usual suspects, but then we got some of the guys, unexpected guys. So, you know, it's good to see the ones we thought were going to do good do well, too. So Yeah, things are definitely uh, shaping up a little bit. It's like the NBA. Like, if you look at um, oh, a top five list from our top ten list like we just did now from, what, let's say five to ten years ago, yeah, I mean, you might have some some names that are standing there. You know, Kim Durant, LeBron, but then you have people like Kawhi and stuff. But now that's how it happens with the quarterbacks. We got a bunch of new names coming into this like top ten discussion. You know, no more Drew Brees. You know, stuff like that. Peyton Manning's been gone now for a handful of years. Drew Brees, Peyton Manning, Big Ben, and Big Ben uh, out of there. Like, yeah. It, so it's it's time for uh, the new faces of sports to to come out here and uh, let their names be known. And I, I like it. Like, I really like Trevor Lawrence. I want him to do good. I want him to bring the Jaguars to a competitive uh, franchise to become a big, a, yeah, to become a competitive franchise. Mm-hmm. There we go. But uh, my favorite game of the week. I don't even know if it has to be said. Monday night, my Eagles. My boy Darius Slay. Put the put the seatbelt on that male man. Justin Jefferson. I said, hey, if we can keep him below 100, we win. How's I only giving up one catch for seven yards against Darius Slay? Well, two picks, like four or five pass breakups. Please refer to Darius Slay as big play slay from that one. So how about this? I'm gonna tease you. I'm gonna tease you a little bit. Tease this. Tease this idea. So two of the best receivers we named last year. Oh, not, I said last year. I mean, it was for last season. Yeah, but yeah. Two of those receivers in the league. Yeah, there we go. Got locked up. And, like, dis- disrespectfully locked up. So, James, Justin Jefferson. I'm about to call him James Jeff, but y'all know what I'm talking about. So, James Jeff, Jamar Chase got locked up by, Tr- by Jerron Diggs. I think I think he might have. I, I can't. I don't remember exactly. I think it was, like, two catches for, like, under, like, 12 yards. Yeah, it was, like, two catches. Two catches for like seventeen yards or yeah. twelve yards, something, something, something like something that. Like, that. Yeah. like it was, it was, it was ridiculous. You know what I mean? What's going on with the Bengals, dog? That but, offense is flat, and it's but, like not the same as what it used to be. Before we go too far into, I mean, they started the same last year, the same way. You know, like, and they then they kind of got it together and came out of nowhere. Then you know, every, the the rest is history. Yeah, but like they lost to Mitchell Trubisky and now to Cooper Rush. Might be an overreaction, but you, you you still just don't expect to see that. Yeah. Even though like last year I did say you know I was sleep on the Bengals, I got my snuggie on them. It's like now okay, I woke up on you, I got I got my eyes on you. What you gonna do? Yeah. First two weeks at least. Now do I think they have the talent and the capability to turn around? Absolutely. Especially in that division. I mean. Shit. You got the um, Steelers led by Mitchell Trubisky. You got the Ravens, who just blew a 21-point lead. So it's like everybody kind of has like uh, a stinger going on right now in the, in the AFC North. The Giants are 2-0. We teased this last part, too. Are the Giants back because Saquon is back? You have Daniel Jones. But... And you know what? Granted, it is just the Panthers. It's just the Panthers. They, like, they, they played against Baker Mayfield. You know what I mean? Like, let's be real. It's just the Panthers. Baker Mayfield was hot cheeks. And so, hold on, who they play in week one? I can't remember. Um, let me go back and look at it. They played the Titans. And so... Yeah, yeah Derek got smoked. They played the Titans. And so... We'll get into, we'll get into our pickles, what we think about it. We'll think about it a little bit, but... Yeah. Yeah, man, like, it's been some surprising stuff going on. Like, I I mean, hey, look, another another pick I, I, I missed out on because I chose history over, I guess, what is now just fact. The Saints beat the Bucks. No, not the Saints. The Bucks beat the Saints. Tom Brady is now 1-4 against the Saints. Yep, in the regular season. The I regular see, season. I, that's, that's what I thought. Like, the coaching change or something like that, like, I, I just didn't know if it was going to be repeatable. Mm-hmm. Like between a whole new staff, you know, we're on into like a new era of things. And I mean, I, I did pick the Bucks because I thought that they might come out there. But my favorite part of that game, 
Mike Evans and Marshawn Lattimore. Oh, yeah. Oh, they went at it. Yeah, Mike Evans yeah. is now suspended. Uh, I'm in a 20-man fantasy league. Mm-hmm. Hell, by the way. And, um, yeah, Mike Evans being suspended is... Um, Doing you a favor? It, no, no. It's, oh. it's holding me out. Oh, you have him? Yes, I do. Oh, see, I got Mike Evans, too, and then he's, a, he's on bitch. But Allen Robinson finally got a touchdown. Thank you God. Know I mean? So, you know, he's coming along, and I'm... I'm that's what I, you know, that's what I need. So hopefully it kind of implement into the offense a lot more. But, yeah, yeah, it's been a rough, it's been a weird first two weeks. Um, hey, y'all let us know in, some, in the comments, man, what will be our favorite, favorite game and the one that really surprised you. Throw that up in there. Yeah, we've had a lot of things come out real flat. We've been over, like, impressed by some things. And I want to talk about some rookies that you've been impressed by. Me, I'm going to start off with last week, that boy Garrett Wilson. Garrett Wilson went out there catching passes from Joe Flacco. Catching touchdowns, winning on fade routes. Route running is looking just, mm. And did it against a good DB group. Uh, you know, Greg Newsom is, is no slouch. He's a first-round corner uh, from uh, Northwestern uh, last year. I think that I think that Garrett Wilson is going to slowly start to kind of find his own. Um, he had eight catches for 102 yards and two touchdowns last week. I think this is um, going to be a good step for him. Like Joe Flacco throwing him the football. You know, he, he made Joe Flacco look like um, <laughs> like he still belongs in the NFL. That's how good <laughs> Garrett Wilson was winning. Oh, man. I had a hiccup right there. I don't like I Took my heart in it. Oh, it was like one of those like hiccup burp type things where like, know, your yeah. air just like gasped and it gets yeah. like, stuck. Yeah, yeah. okay, yeah. yeah. Oh, I don't hurt. Those are weird. Yeah. What about you? Who, right. Who's a rookie that you've been impressed by? Sauce Guard. Oh, man. The Jets. Both well, first round picks. Hmm. It's not over yet. It's not over yet. It's not over yet. Two weeks. Two weeks. Hold on. Aren't they? What's their record? One and one. Yeah. Yeah. The Jets got a win. Yeah. Uh. Over the Browns. Oh, the they Browns. came back. It was like 30, 31. Some. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, Sauce Gardner, man. Sauce. When? So before the draft. With the no receptions thing, not giving up any touchdowns and all that. And he said he, he's been doing that since like middle school. Yeah, he didn't give up one in high school or <laughs> college. And so, bro, I was like, I almost couldn't believe it. I'm like, this sounds like some kind of urban legend or something like that, like small town urban legend. Like, this sounds like um, back whenever you're playing like NCAA 14 on your uh, road to glory. <laughs> bro, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, look, look, matter of fact, speaking of my urban legend, so uh, Seeley, Texas, you heard this place? Yes, I have. Okay, Eric Dickinson. Mm-hmm. That's where he's from. Ricky Seals Jones. That's also where he's from. We played Seeley back when I was in high school, right? And I remember back when Ricky Seals Jones was there. Uh, he was a senior. I was a freshman. And so people was like, um, we bring Eric back. This is the new Eric. He's bringing Seeley. Bro, like, it, he, he had, Ricky Seals Jones had Seeley Texas on fire. Um, Small towns, man. But, but back then, you know, like, Ricky Seals Jones was like a top. He was ranked as a athlete because he literally played everything. He was the quarterback. If they needed him to catch, he was the receiver. You knew they were going to him. He played safety, all that, et cetera, et cetera. But, um, yeah, I don't know who he plays for now. I think he's in the league. Uh, I think he's on a practice squad or something, something like that somewhere. But, but yeah, Sauce Gardner, back to back to what we were talking about. Sauce Gardner. Um, balling. Uh, look, PPF rep. Soul tackles, he's 28th in it, but no interceptions. But this is the best part. What he was how advertised as. Oh, he's a free agent right now. Oh, he's a free agent? That's rough. Yeah. Oh, you hate to see it. Well, you, you, you touched the league. You touched another field, you know? Hey, you know, he's played on a couple teams. Yeah. Oh, a bunch of, what's up with him playing with red teams? What? He's played on the Cardinals, the Chiefs, and the Commanders. It's Sealy's red too, aren't they? No. Or like maroon? They're like black. Oh, I'm thinking of Silsby. Yeah, Silsby's the one that's maroon. Okay. I'm about to say. And he went to AM? Maroon? Yeah. Yeah. So? Affiliation. Hey. I don't know. I I get the feeling like small town gangbanging is just like a weird. I I don't know. I feel like. It it seems like. You might miss my kid, your cousin. Yeah, like, dog, if you don't go play in a cornfield, dog. Yeah, like, like, <laughs> what, what, what? Like, you're the, the, 
the people three streets away from you are your cousins. Like, yeah, like you, you're probably akin to twenty three percent of this this town. Like, there's, there's nobody getting away with any kind of like homicide. Like, well, I mean, I, I, yeah, yeah, but all right, yeah, speaking on this, whatever, I don't know, whatever. Uh, but yeah, receptions allowed. 50s right 54 he's top 54 like remember we're also uh, only two games in the season as well so but yeah man he's been exactly what he was advertised as he looks like a uh, you know who I'm thinking of well granted they played on the same team no oh I thought you were about to say Darrell Rivers no uh-oh. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not gonna go that oh, far. Okay, okay. I'm not gonna be disrespectful. Like, I'm not gonna put that on me. The Real Reavers was locked down. You know, Reavers Island. We know all that, but they played two different positions. I was thinking, uh, younger Jamal Adams. Two different positions because he played safety, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, back when he was actually like relevant to a defense, you know. Um, Jesus. All that money. And them picks. Uh, and them picks. But yeah, when he first got into the league and how he was always laying the wood and always covering and all the other stuff, just that just reminds me also the look of him too. Just, but yeah, anyway, that's somebody I was impressed with. Also, Aiden Hutchinson, honorable mention. Um, way to come out on your season opener. Three sacks. Yeah, you got three yeah. sacks last week. That wasn't the season opener, though. That wasn't the first game? No, they played the Eagles with one. And he did nothing. Oh, so I'm thinking that's the second game. Yeah, yeah, this Trip. is the second game. Oh, okay. Second, yeah. On his second game, my season open. Second yeah. game. Yeah, he wasn't doing nothing against Jordan Mailata and um, uh, my boy Lane Johnson. Jerry, Jerry Goff was, though. And, you know. What about Jerry Goff? You said he was what? No, no. It's Jerry Goff and the Detroit offense. Oh. Yeah. I, I was what? Like, but, oh, I'm talking about, they, no, they didn't win, but they put up 35. Oh, yeah. I mean, who gives a fuck about garbage time points in the fourth quarter when you're up by fucking 20? You just said you were upset about them uh, allowing all that to happen, though. So Yeah, I was like, I'm upset that it happened, but, like, I'm not going to... It's still garbage time. Like, if we went out there and we still kept, you know, putting it on them, and we, we probably could have easily put up 50. But then we stalled out a couple times, and then we were like, all right, we, we just... Yeah, it was whatever. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not even worried about that no more. But I do want to talk about somebody else on the lines. Detroit rookie. is here. Okay, there. Uh, you, you, you would I'm not a Detroit fan. I'm not a Detroit fan. I'm not a Detroit fan. I am not a Detroit fan. I'm not a Detroit fan. Are you from Abel? No. I'm not a Detroit fan. I can't tell. But Detroit is here. But That's all I'm saying. I do want to talk about somebody from the Lions, though. Go ahead. What's I up? want to talk about their rookie linebacker, Malcolm Rodriguez. He was the hard knocks, you know, kind of fan favorite. And through two weeks, this young man is pretty stiff. They might have found him a gem, but he was, what, a six-round draft pick? Mm-hmm. They might have found him a gym. This young man is undersized. You know, he's like 5'11", so I'm taller than him. Trey is way bigger than him. But this dude has just got that kind of, that it factor, it seems like, a little bit. You know, might be a slight overreaction. We're just talking about who we're impressed by, these Mm -hmm. rookies. He's come out and surpassed all expectations. I mean, in the preseason, he, he generates some buzz, you know, due to his play and being mm-hmm. on hard knocks and being the, you know, stealing the camera, you know, all that type of stuff. But, man, Sundays, in between the white lines, strapped up, he's doing the work. And I, I really like that. I, I really like these types of stories. I really like his reads, too. I mean, he understands football. Yeah. Like, he, he, gets the, he gets places fast. Mm-hmm. Like, his athleticism and, you know, all that all stuff is yeah. there. But he, 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 I mean, from the linebacker position, you got to be able to, like, to identify stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? If but, you read fast, then, but, like, you'll play fast. Exactly. So, yeah, no, I like, I like that pick, man. I like that notice, uh, that one you brought up. Yeah. All right, you want to go ahead and get into everybody's favorite segment? Yeah, let's go and get to it. You know what it's time for. All right. Cue the music, baby. Yeah. All right. Bills versus Dolphins. Off to a um, in division, you know, little game in Miami. I don't know if that does anything for you or not. Uh, I'm going with the Bills just because the Bills have just been thrashing everybody. It's not even been a full football game. I'm going with the Bills in a shootout. In a shootout? Yeah, kind of like the Ravens. Yeah. And the, okay. I, I'm expecting another one of those I'm games. Not mad at that. That's the best case scenario. Dude, dude, dude. I'm that, watching that game. That's the best that, case that, scenario. That new game, out of these noon games, I'm watching that one, and I'm, obviously I'm watching the Eagles. But 
All right, I'm definitely putting that one up on my uh, my screen. All right, next game, we're going to have the Bengals and the Jets. Jets off a of victory, Bengals off to a slow start, 0-2. Can they turn it around? Or do the Jets continue to roll? Bengals. Yeah, give me the Bengals, too. Like I said this last week, are we ever going to pick the Jets to win a game? <laughs> I don't know. I can't say it. <laughs> and I just got this. <laughs> I can't say that. All right. All right, let's go on to the next game on our docket here. The Raiders versus the Titans. Give me the Raiders, I guess. I guess. That's awesome. Give me the Titans, I guess. Like, like, like I said, not definitely not in love yeah. with that pick, but um, yeah, yeah. Give, give me, give me the Titans. Sure. Well, we got to find a way to differ. So, yeah, not. I don't think either of us are even slightly admiring that pick. I don't know. Like, All right. What about NFC South matchup? Saints and the Panthers. Give me the Saints. Yeah, give me the Saints too. I think they're gonna be um, a little, a little more motivated after the yeah. uh, the Bucks game last week. What about the Ravens and the Patriots in Foxborough? Hmm, this is a very interesting pick. I feel like this would be a decent game. Um, yep, you got Bill Belichick. He's you know had had some decent success against Lamar. You know containing mm-hmm. him, but they don't have the same defense. Anymore. They don't. And um. Kobe. Yeah, dude. That was with the left, by the way. We talking about Bean Kobe or Pro Kobe? Uh, that's that's definitely um. That's Bean. That's Bean right there. Bro. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, he just made the. Y'all saw that. Y'all saw that. Yeah, anyway, you see. um. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna actually go to Pacers because I pick us are fast firing, so I'm not gonna give myself too much time to just really dwell on it. But Patriots. All right, I'm gonna take the Ravens. Okay, cool. I, I think that they'll uh, have some more success against a uh, lackluster Bill Belichick defense. All right, Lions and the Vikings. I got a feeling we're both going the same place here. Kirk Cousins will lose this game for them. I'm going with Detroit. Bro, you know what? The only thing that I should have dictated whether the Eagles won last week uh, versus the Vikings was, the thing that I always say but I forgot to say when they play the Eagles, Kirk Cousins is dog shit in primetime. Yeah. He's not the guy. New, new Kirk Cousins. It's different. I can't believe I forgot to even mention that last week. Mm-hmm. Duh, the Eagles were going to win. It was Monday Night Football <laughs> against Kirk Cousins. I kind of want to go with the Lions, too. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I know. I'm not going to lie. Give me the Lions. Give me the Lions. Let's, I'll take that one. Let's just go for a refresher really quick about the Lions. The Lions last week put up 36 points. The Lions the week before that put up um, 35. 35 points. So they I had mean, the highest scoring offense in the NFL so far. I need you to remember that. <laughs> I need you to remember that. All right, we got an NFC East matchup. Philadelphia Eagles going to the Capitol to play the Commanders. Who are you taking? Eagles. That's an easy one. Yeah. Eagles. Carson Wentz versus, you know, Philly? Oh, breaking news. Fournette and Marshawn Lattimore have been fined 13 grand for their unnecessary roughness in uh, last week's game as well. Hmm. Just sprinkle a little. Hey, two breaking news. That's why you tune into the uh, breaking podcast. We let you know, baby. We let you know. All right. Colts and the Chiefs. I feel like five years ago, this would have been a great game. (laughs) Colts have been absolute dog water. Give me the Chiefs. No, don't don't, 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 don't even disrespect the the purified spring water. Yeah, right. (laughs) Like, Chiefs. Yeah, Chiefs. We talked about this game probably about a month ago when we were reviewing the Texans schedule. Texans versus the Bears. This might be their winnable game. It is in Chicago, though. I'm going with the Bears. I mean, I don't know. Take it back. Texans, Texans, Texans. Texans. I'm taking the Texans. I'm taking the Texans, my fault. Yeah. Okay. Explanation. Why why do you think the Texans could beat the Bears? Um, I don't think their offense is consistent enough. They lost their best receiver, Allen Robinson. Also, the Texans secondary has been pretty good. Their defense has been pretty good. So, I said, I predict the Texans defense to land around somewhere from top 15 to 18 area, and they've been right there so much for the start of the season. So, I can roll with that. Okay. Yeah, pretty much the same thing. Yeah, I think that they just have a, a little bit better of a coaching staff and – yeah, the Did you think offense you ever say that? Is, is Did you think you would ever say that? <laughs> like, well, we ain't talking about front offices now. But yeah. Both of them were. Uh, anyway, Jags and the Chargers. Three o'clock games now. Chargers. Yeah, let me, let me get the Chargers. It might be a little more competitive. 
than, than what people think. I think it might be kind of one of those, like, one possession. You know, it might be seven or eight points, but still within a possession. Isn't J.C. Jackson hurt? Did he get hurt? I think he did. He got hurt in his first game back? Like his ankle. <sighs> I did not know that. I could be wrong. Hold on. Let me, let me check that. But I think With or without J.C. Jackson, I'm still taking the Chargers. But yeah. Okay, you can go ahead. Oh, next game. NFC West matchup. Rams and the Cardinals. Cardinals off of the illustrious comeback. J.C. Jackson is hurt. He had to sit out practice. Mm, is he going to play? Does it say? Mm, not yet. And he's still probably questionable. Okay. But, uh, yeah, Rams and Cardinals in the desert. Rams and Cardinals? Yep. Rams. Yeah, I'll take Rams. Ah, okay, here we go. This is a good one. Bucks and Packs. Bucks. The Bucks defense has been balling the entire. Well, I say the entire season, like it's only been two games, but they've been balling. They've been balling. I just remember when they played a couple years ago in the playoffs after Green Bay just routed them up in the regular season. Mm. I feel like ever since then, you know, the Bucks have just like ever since they got just embarrassed by them in the regular season. The Bucks kind of. I don't know. I feel like they, that that was their moment, their wake-up moment mm-hmm. as, as like a unit, even though that was two years ago, and they pretty much had the same squad still. But for the sake of the Pickums, let me take the Packers. Mm-hmm. Slide up set right there. Because this is a home game for the Bucks. Okay. And you say you're taking, taking the Packers? Yeah, I'll take the Packers. Okay. Also, I think Sammy Watkins has found a home in the Packers. Really? He's really had a home in all these other places. I feel like these other teams shouldn't have let him go. I uh, think it's for the price tag and for, like, what Sammy Watkins was supposed to be as, like, a – Okay, he's still a solid receiver, though. He's still solid. Now, is he on the level of, you know, like you said, what we predicted him to be? Okay, no. But would I take him over? I'm trying to leave, name a, a, a non-notable receiver. Michael uh, Gallup. Uh, I'm taking Michael Gallup. I'm taking Michael. I just named a wide receiver, too. Hmm? I just named a random wide receiver, too. Michael Gallup is solid. But I. Michael Gallup. Michael Gallup is solid. Yeah, I. Before Christian Kirk this season. I probably still would have taken Christian Kirk. Christian Kirk, why? Younger, doesn't have as extensive as injury history. Can actually kind of catch the football. Sammy Watkins has had like a drop problem. Sammy Watkins is good for like one game a year where he'll go off for like 180. It's usually week one, so we've already passed that window. I'm about to say, when he was with the Chiefs, he was a solid receiver for them. He was. He was. But when you're the fifth option on the offense, I mean, I mean you can't help when you got a stacked offense and travel. No, no. I mean, it was, a good, it was a good situation for him, but I mean, it's not like he was defeating any notable DBs. You got Tariq Hill in your team. Like. Yeah. Yeah, but I was like, it's the. You, you ask a question. I'm just simply you know, giving my response. Mm-hmm. But I'm gonna throw some content. We have our um, just oh, burn the game away um, uh, game this week. Oh my! The Falcons <laughs> and the Seahawks. I don't. What even is this game? I kind of want to take the Falcons in an away game. Do you know someone that hasn't been playing like bad? But like, I don't even. Uh, yeah, give me the Falcons. I don't, I don't, I don't love that though. Give me the Falcons. I can, yeah, I can go Seahawks. I, I guess, like, I, uh, I guess. Yeah, that's, There's always though just dumpster fire game of the week. It's like what? Okay. All right, and uh, onto our prime time matchup Sunday Night Football: Broncos hosting the 49ers. Jimmy G out here. It'll be gonna get the start. Highest paid backup quarterback in the league now. One of the um, cheapest oh. starters. <laughs> I, this one's kind of rough. This is a rough one. Um, cause I still, are you going first or you pick? I got mine. You you, you going first? Um, I you can go first. Cause I still give me the forty ers Just because Russell Wilson's been struggling and the forty ers staff has experience going against Russell Wilson. It's, it's pretty much all I have. That's a solid way to look at it. And I, the thing is, I still believe in the Broncos. I believe yeah, they're together. Yeah, but. Jimmy G's coming back. And Russell Wilson can rally a win. He just, they have the roster. Like they they is they have everything. They just need to go and do it. Mm-hmm. Um, mm, I can go with the Broncos. That's fine. Oh, I go right. We can get there on that one too. Okay. Alright, man. Hey, right, this is um 
this is an interesting week. I don't know, like, I feel like a lot of times with these games, like, I either just absolutely love them or absolutely hate them. And this week, there's been some games that, like, like the Texans and Bears, like, eh. Packers and Bucks, it's like, you know, that could, I feel like that can kind of go either way. Falcons and Seahawks, 49ers and the Broncos. Like, even the Lions and Vikings, I mean, eh. I feel like this might be a, a, a decently competitive week across the board in this um, week three in the NFL. But our Monday night game. Daniel Jones hosting Cooper Rush. <laughs> Giants mean, versus the Cowboys. Give him the Cowboys. <sighs> yeah, bro, the Cowboys. The, the, I don't think Daniel Jones is much of an upgrade over Cooper Rush. <laughs> Say that sarcastically. He's definitely an upgrade, but it's not significant enough. But the Cowboys still have a better roster. Yeah, I'll take the Cowboys in that one. Okay, okay. And you got to prepare for that Thursday game. Thursday night game for week four. Mm-hmm. No, hey, nobody's giving it to you first besides us. Dolphins and the Bengals. Dolphins. In Cincinnati. Yeah, I'm going to take the Dolphins. Dolphins. Okay. I, fi- I figured that's how it was going to be anywhere. Yeah. Okay. That's cool. All right. So we differed on five games this week. Cool. So we differed on the first one we uh, differed on was the Raiders and Titans. I'm taking the Titans. You're taking the Raiders. The that's next a, game was the away. Patriots and Ravens. I picked the Ravens. You picked the Patriots. The other game is the Packers and Bucks. I'm taking the Packers. You're taking the Bucks. Falcons versus the Seahawks in our dumpster fire game of the oh, week. Uh, I'm taking the Falcons. And the 49ers versus the Broncos. I'm taking the 49ers. You're taking the Broncos. Okay. Right. Two of those I just hate. I absolutely hate. Yeah, yeah. The Falcons I, and the Seahawks is like, <laughs> what? Like, and uh, what was the other one? Um, that was the first game on the list. Oh, uh, the Titans and Raiders. That's enough. That's halfway. That's halfway to throw away. Like, yeah, that's um. The, the Raiders. If the Raiders play four quarters of football. They should. They win. should. Should and will. Like you know. How can they stop Barry Kim? Don't push. Don't push. So yeah. Okay. Okay. Cool. Different on five games. Yeah. Um. You know, there's a lot going on with uh. Sports right now, we're uh, rolling down um, into the baseball season, and the Houston Astros have been, I mean, absolutely just on fire. They are the second the, best team in, in, the, in the MLB. Like, yes, best team in the AO. And, I mean, they're looking to get their 100th win here uh, in their next game. They're 99 and 53. Currently, 16 games. Better than uh, the second place Seattle Mariners in their um, AL West division. Overall, I would say that the Astros should come out of the AL, mm-hmm. bearing the Yankees somehow just getting it together because the Yankees have been on just a drastic downfall. Mm-hmm. But they've they've kind of picked it back up. Um, in the last, what, week or so? Yeah. I mean, they, they won their last five games. But the last, what, two months of baseball for the Yankees? Not very good. They've been struggling away. The Yankees are only two games above, above 500 when not playing in the Bronx. And then you got the Astros, who are, you know, the same team home and away. I mean, 50 home wins versus 49 away wins. Easily one of the most consistent teams in the league, right? Yeah, now. exactly. And... Yeah, like you said, consistency is the biggest thing, and especially if you get the ball rolling going into the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Hey, unless like somebody like, I mean, they're still racing for the wild card. I mean, you got like the Blue Jays or the the Rays that might be able to come through, and the Rays and the Astros they got good history together. That's usually a good series. So if they play each other, might be a little bit of competition. But other than that, I don't see outside of the AL East, I don't see much competition for uh, the Astros getting out of the uh, American League at all. I'm uh, saying I don't either because. The way they just been running through people, they run through people like how we talk about the Bills are running through people. Like, <laughs> yeah, but bro, and then the Dodgers are doing the same thing in the NL. They got 104 wins, 47 losses, best team in baseball. I mean, 52 home wins, 52 away wins, consistency. Mm-hmm. They, we know how consistent usually turns out. So especially when saying, it comes from your pitching staff. Yeah. Especially in the playoffs. That's crazy because I know it was – People were questioning it at first because they made a lot of moves before the season started. Yeah, and I was like, I even said without George Springer. Mm-hmm. He was and, a lot of questions. Um, it was like, yeah. Without uh, Carlos Correa, I was like, I don't know if this team's going to have what it takes to keep it moving. But they upgraded their pitching, which was mm-hmm. a – and they got Justin Verlander back, which was part of the upgrade. Yeah. And he's been, he's been you know, balling. Everybody was definitely thinking, like, what is Dusty doing? But then, like, 
They made it work. This is why I get paid to be the manager. Yeah. You know, if if you're losing some stuff with the bats, that means you got to upgrade the pitching to make it harder for them to uh, get their bats going on the other side. So, hey, Astros continuing to roll. Again, they've already clinched the playoff spot, Mm -hmm. obviously, as the best team in the AL, second-best team in the MLB. I want to get into who's hot and who's not right now. Let's go ahead. Get into their favorite segment. Why don't you tell the people who's hot? Okay, so, let me tell you who's hot. I love this, by the way. Jimmy G. What do you mean by that? Poor K. And you're thinking like, okay, how is Jimmy G uh, hot? So first, we teased the last part. He said, uh, what's it called? What's it called? Uh, overreaction. It was in our overreaction part. What's the overreaction? Will Trey Lance be starting by week five? Oh, well, Jimmy G be starting by week five. We were like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, he will, you know, whatever. Uh, it's not a, saying it's not an overreaction that Jimmy G will be starting by week five. So we didn't plan on Trey Lance getting hurt. Like, that was not in the... Um, it was definitely unforeseen. Definitely unforeseen. So, here's, here's why. It's not even just because Jimmy G's starting. And he didn't look for a team. He could have well, no, looked for a trade, but he didn't. It's his incentives in his contract. Uh-huh. 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 We just talked about this before we started. Uh-huh. So, let me read off to you Jimmy G's incentives. $250,000 per game, per regular season game, when he takes 25% of his snaps. And we're getting a quarter mil for playing. A quarter, quarter mil for just playing a quarter of a game. So, <coughs> now I need his agent. $100,000 extra for every win. Jimmy G has what, what? What's his win percentage like? It's like over seventy percent. Yeah, he he's one of the uh, he has the highest winning percentage of like starting quarterbacks over the last like four or five years. Crazy. So he an extra hundred thousand dollars for every win. Okay, the other stuff is more playoffs or so postseason. So five hundred thousand dollars. Remember, this is all on top of his contract that he already has. And so five hundred another half mil for every playoff win he gets. That he takes fifty percent of his snaps for. Another five hundred thousand, the half mil, for taking fifty percent of the snaps in an NFC Championship game, and then more stuff. You got another five, uh, half mil for the NFC Championship, winning the NFC Championship, and yeah, um, the list just goes on and on. And I'm not. This is all the important stuff. Then you know he gets extra meal for taking fifty percent snaps in a Super Bowl in the Super Bowl. So yeah, Jimmy G. That's who's hot right now. Didn't even have to lift a finger. He really got two weeks off in practice. Yeah, I mean that's really all like it was. Like a, a little um, veteran uh, extended break. Yeah, that's really all it was. He got two weeks off. We wish Trey Lance a speedy recovery, though. Absolutely, I still want Trey Lance to succeed because they traded up so much for him. Yeah. Um, who's not? Who's not hot? We're sticking with uh, quarterbacks in the NFL. Matt Thomas Ryan. Matt oh. Thomas Ryan. Oh, Thomas. Oh, brother, this guy stinks! What in the hell? Bro! Sickly. You have played the Jaguars and the Texans in the first two weeks. Zero victories. One touchdown, four picks. Playing like just poo cheese, bro. Sickening. The Colts, bro. They've been... Blah. Like, who expected that they, they, this team was supposed to contend for the division with the, the Titans? They can't even play the two weakest teams in their division and come out with a W. Speaking of Matt Ryan, him being so sorry right now is making it hard for my number one running back in my fantasy, Jonathan Taylor. <laughs> he came out with less than seven points last game. That's rough. That won't happen very often, though. It shouldn't. It shouldn't. But at the same time, what's the what's the easiest way to make a uh, to give yourself a running game? Have a passing game. He they have no passing game. Nope. 